is today for a boy named David. This episode is from the published novel A Boy Named David, available on Amazon.com. Also available on Amazon's Kindle Vela platform, along with book two, A Boy Named Flynn. Today's episode is brought to you by our sponsor, One World Group, a literary group. I'm Jackie Aguirre-Gross, and I'll be leading you through The Adventures of David. So sit back, close your eyes, and let your mind explore the world of David Hackenfeld. Episode 14 The Landlord Q, miserable as ever, was in his apartment. He heard a faint sound, a sound like music. He knew David played the violin. This sound, however, was far faint. It was a low, quiet sound. Was it from the street? Or was it down the hall? It didn't matter. It bothered him. How could such a sound be happening? Q opened up his door and looked down the hallway, once to the left, then once to the right, and back down to the left side. He saw no one. He walked over to David's door. He placed his hand by his ear and listened into David's apartment. He strained his ear trying to hear the most minuscule of sounds. He heard nothing. Q stood there a while and listened. He could hear the ticking of a small clock in David's bedroom. Then he thought he heard laughter. Q's eyes closed tightly to try and focus on hearing. Then suddenly his phone began to ring and he rushed back into his own apartment. Q had an emergency call. Someone's water heater exploded. The damaged unit had no hot water and the resident complained that he had warned Q that this water heater was not in conformance with standard regulations. The resident further complained that the water heater damaged the drywall of the unit and it was in their closet. Their clothing was ruined and that Q would have to file a claim against the building's insurance policy to pay for this damage or the resident would sue him. Q was tied up for the rest of the morning. His mind was kept busy with repairs. Hours later, he was done. He returned to the thoughts of David, and he was sure David was making noise in his apartment. Q would watch that young man and his moppy little dog. Q finished servicing the apartments around 4.15 p.m. that day. He came back to his unit, passing David's. He listened again at the door, hand held up to his ear. He heard voices, the tiniest of voices. Was it imagined? Was it real? Dopey Dog was instructing Schneider on how to do the trill on his gavotte. Try to keep the sound even. You're doing so well. 
Schneider bit his lower lip and concentrated so hard it was not easy for a pup to get his paw to trill properly. Dobie watched him. Tiny Man, who had stayed the whole day, spoke up. Schneider, yes, please. Please to take a break, please. Please to eat and rest for a while. It was a good thing that Tiny Man spoke up, for at that very moment, Q was at their door. Q, desperate to hear something, he was using a funnel stuck into his ear and pressed against David's door. Q closed his eyes and screwed up his mouth. I know I hear something. The elevator door opened and David walked out. He was a bit sweaty from riding his bike, but he was overjoyed. He turned the corner and saw Q standing at his door with his hand held up to his ear and a long funnel sticking out of his ear and Q's body poised against David's blue and brass door. David was at first taken aback. He stood there watching Q's figure. Then he asked, Hi, can I help you? Q jumped back. Uh, no, I was just... I I thought I heard something. Water heater problems today. David replied, My water heater is fine ever since I replaced it with a new one after you refused to replace the one that had exploded before I moved in. Thanks. David edged his way past Q and centered himself at his door. He slowly unlocked the door and went inside his apartment. He waited a few moments and listened for Q's footsteps to drift away. Dopey, we got the job. We're going to get paid in cash. I'm so happy. We sounded so good. We had to improvise one song, Here Comes the Bride, but it sounded like something we'd played for years. How's Schneider coming along? Dopey answered with such enthusiasm. Schneider is doing exceptionally well. David checked Schneider and looked at his paws to make sure he wasn't overdoing it. David made sure his new student's hand which were very delicate, sustained no injuries. Okay, Schneider, that's it for today. I want you to play for a lifetime, and violin doesn't come overnight. It takes time and hard work. David noticed that Tiny Man was there. Tiny Man, I have something for you to take home. I stopped at the store the other day, and I bought some cat food. These tins are for that little stray your lady took in. David went into the kitchen and came back with a bag filled with little cans of cat food. Please take this to your real lady. I think she'll appreciate this. Please make sure Q doesn't see you with this. He hates cats and small animals. Tiny Man took the bag. Yes, to take the tins to my lady. And to thanks to you for these tins to be eaten by the little one. And David opened his front door. They both checked the halls. And Tiny Man rushed home carrying the bag of cat tins. Tiny Man's real lady found a small stray kitten about 10 weeks old. She was wet and cold and standing alone outside. She brought the stray into her home. Tiny Man's real lady was old, well into her 80s. Her name was Gretchen. 
Her hair was powdery white and it was long. She wore her hair in braids overlapping the braids over her head. She lived on a fixed income and really couldn't afford the kitten, but her heart was bigger than her pocketbook. Only David knew she had this kitten. David knew it was expensive to feed a kitten, so he took it upon himself to buy tins of cat food and the bag of cat kitten pro Excel food. He would give the real food to Tiny Man, and Tiny Man would leave the food in the cupboard so when Gretchen would go to look for kitten food, there would always be a tin there for her little one. David wondered if Gretchen had named the little kitten yet, but Tiny Man said she called it Little One. David sat down in his apartment and closed his eyes. He rested his head back on the couch. He started to drift off into sleep, then jerked upright. Oh my, I need to contact Jay. David reached for his phone and he texted Jay. I was thinking of you, Jay. I hope your day is going well. I had an audition today and I got the job. Please let me know how you are. And he signed it, D. Jay heard her phone ding. She was right in the middle of balancing two pretzels and two drinks in her hands. She had seated Wilhelm and Miss Dodo, and they were about to indulge in a snack. Jay replied back out loud, David, oh my gosh, my hands are full. Give me a second. David, who was puttering around his apartment, answered back, okay, I'm just doing some dishes and thinking about dinner. Jay replied back, I'm hungry too. What are you going to have? David didn't know and spoke aloud. I don't know. What are you having? Jay replied, I want a burger. I was thinking of the hard rock. Okay, well, it's like 5 p.m. How about if we meet there at 7? Jay replied, okay. <laughs>